Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Jason Mitchell, Gloria Estefan, The Weeknd, Garcelle Bouvet, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, the call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1, that's T A. H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy, 79 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out, of course, to all my listeners. Thank you for showing me the love and the support over 10 years here on BTR. So thank you so much for being there from the very beginning. So you know what today is? Today is Wednesday. It's hump day. Lots to talk about, talk about as usual. Uh, we uh, this, this week we got um, uh, some interesting stories, uh, one coming from actor Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, he, you know, we talk about all these police shootings in the country. Uh, the latest, uh, this young man by uh, by the name of uh, Jacob Blake, who is the latest casualty of uh, being unarmed and being shot by the police. Well, he talks about how playing a cop has changed his attitude a lot, especially after the death of George Floyd. So we're going to be talking about that. Actor Jason Mitchell is back in business. He's getting ready to get his career back on track after uh, the incident that he had on uh, his project Straight Outta Compton. You know, he's the Straight Outta after Compton actor who was uh, fired from his show The Shy after there were some allegations about his uh, behavior on the set. Uh, also this week, Gloria Estefan and her daughter and her niece you know how Jada Pickett-Smith has the Red Table Talk? Well, Gloria Stefan and her daughter and niece are going to have a Red Table Talk spinoff as well. It's called the Red Table Talk, the Estefans. I'll tell you more about it. And The Weeknd said that he's going to be writing a whole album dedicated to female artists because in the past he said that he was kind of misogynistic when it came to his lyrics. 
We're going to be talking about that. And The Real, TV's daytime show, The Real, has a new co-host, and I'll tell you who she is. And friend to the show, Claudia Jordan, uh, you know her as a uh, model, she was also one of the Prices Rights girls back in the day. She was also a video model. She also did a year on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Well, she is talking about uh, when it comes to women and violence against women and why certain women protect these men who do these acts of violence towards them. And she was referring about the incident with Megan DeSalia and uh, the, the um the incident with her getting shot in the foot. Well, something similar happened to her, not that she got shot, but how she was abused by a boyfriend of hers, and she didn't report him, she didn't report the incident, because she was trying to protect him. So we're going to be talking about that this week. Uh, As you know, um, over the news the past couple of days, another black man gets shot in America. We're talking about... Uh, by the man of Jacob uh, Drake uh, in Wisconsin, you know, minding his business unarmed. He gets shot in the back seven times. This is becoming an ongoing uh, incident, ongoing situation here in this country. Um, we have a president that don't, don't feel that, you know, when we try to do gun control, he feels like, oh, you're taking away their uh Second Amendment acts. That's not it. We just need we need to protect people with, with when it comes to this gun violence. We need to protect more people because people are getting shot every day, and especially by these police officers. Um, that is why uh, Black Lives Matter is an issue. Um, not because you know, and yeah, I get it. You know. All lives matter. I get it, but you, do you see the reason why we say Black Lives Matter? Because more Black people are getting shot by cops. You don't see this incident with anybody else, and that's why Colin Kaepernick took the knee, and that's why this is an ongoing problem in this country. Uh, also, uh, the VMAs is getting ready to come up next week. August 27th on MTV at 8 p.m. It's going to be broadcast live right here in New York City. Uh, Of course, it's going to be virtual, but there are going to be some performances throughout the city. I'm curious because, you know, are there going to be somebody performing in Queens? Is there going to be somebody performing in the Bronx? Um, Two of the nominees of the show uh, backed out because of, of the coronavirus, and I'll tell you who the artists are. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. Uh, jo- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he has changed his whole attitude to playing police officers following the death of George Floyd at the hands of cops in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The death of the unarmed Floyd after an officer knelt on his neck during an arrest, and that of Breonna Taylor, who was shot during a no-knock alleged drug raid, sparked Black Lives Matter protests across the world, just like I was mentioning before. And the latest victim is the young man by the name of Jacob Blake, who uh, got shot seven times in the back. Uh, the the last time uh, the update was he might be paralyzed from the waist down. Then there was some other news saying that he might that might not be the case for him, but the, it's still an ongoing story. Well, Gordon Levitt, who's who plays a police officer Robin in The Dark Knight Rises, as well as in the new Netflix film Project Power, said he's now much more ambivalent. Av- about portraying cops. Uh, And this is what he said. He said, quote, it means something different to be playing a police officer now than it did in 2018. This is what he told The Guardian. He said, but on the other hand, it's nothing new at all. These same exact tragedies have been happening my entire life, unquote. The star said he believed police should be held responsible for their actions, but also perhaps needs to not be sent into situations where armed law enforcement isn't needed. Explaining why he felt the need to address the issue, he said, quote, I felt somewhat responsible to make my opinion clear now that I'm playing a police officer in a big movie that's coming out, 
Project Power is available on Netflix now, and it also stars Jamie Foxx as well. Uh, actor Jason Mitchell is aiming to get his career back on track by tackling a biopic about, again, police brutality victim, but this time it was Sean, it's Sean Bell. That's right, he's getting ready to play Sean Bell. The Straight Outta Compton star has been hitting headlines for all the wrong reasons of late, but now he's hoping to shift the spotlight back to his work on screen in the timely project called 50 Shots. Bell and his two pals were leaving a strip clubs in Queens, New York, for his bachelor party back in 2006 when both uniform and plainclothes cops Officers, they opened fire on their car, unleashing 50 shots, killing the 23-year-old on the eve of his wedding. Undercover cops who had been investigating the strip club for prostitution believed the three men had been armed, but no weapons were found after the shooting, which left Bell dead and his two friends severely injured. Three of the five detectives involved in the controversial incident was put on trial for charges, including manslaughter and assault, but they were all acquitted, and city officials eventually settled a civil suit with Bell family for $7 million. Mitchell had originally been pitched the role of a detective, but upon reading the script, he asked to play Bell, and his wish was granted. He will serve as executive producer on the movie alongside True of True Vision Films, and the project has received the blessing of Bell's relatives who have been closely involved in its development over the past three years. Gloria Stefan, her daughter, and niece have agreed on a safe word to stop them revealing too much of their new Facebook Watch series. The three women will front the new family talk show, a spinoff from Jada Pickett-Smith's Red Table Talk hit, and Gloria revealed they had to come up with a word or phrase that, could use, that they could use to end a conversation if they get too close for comfort. The pop superstar says that uh, there's a secret word. It's called pineapple. And they're supposed to be quiet, quiet, shut it up, because when they start talking, we start talking. She says she wants to leave it natural and fresh, so that's what they chose as the theme. And she also said, quote, I don't think we said no, we're not going to go there. We just talked for two hours, and then the editors or the poor things that have to synthesize these down to a lane that people can watch, unquote. Uh, she said that they're going to be free, and they're going to be talking about everything. They're going to be raw, just like Jada. The first eight episodes of Red Table Talk, the Estefans, which will feature Gloria's daughter Emily and her, her niece Lily, will debut later this year. And The Weeknd is keen to write a whole album for a female artist to balance out his misogynistic past lyrics. The Canadian star admits he often writes for a character he has created, and his alter ego are not always politically correct. The singer, is. this is what he told Esquire magazine. He said, quote, when you hear some of the drastic stuff, it is me singing the words. It is my writing." It's like you want people to feel a certain way. You want them to feel angry. You want them to feel sad. You want them to feel it's never like my intent to offend anybody. I'm a writer. Sometimes I write songs and it's not in my head. I'm writing it for someone else, but then I end up singing it, unquote. And now he's hoping to show off the full range of his lyrical talent by creating songs from a female perspective. In the meantime, The Weeknd has teamed up with DJ Calvin Harris for a new single called Over Now, which drops on Friday, August 28th. Garcelle Bouvet has been tapped to join The Real as a new co-host in the seventh season. The new season, which is set to kick off on September 21st, will feature panelists that now include Garcelle, Lonnie Love, Jeannie Mai, and Adrian Ballone. Now, Variety was the first to report the news. Uh, this is what uh, Garcelle said. She says she's thrilled to be joining the, the, joining the dynamic, bold, and diverse women on the award-winning talk show. She said, my love for pop culture and news blended with my natural gift of gab has always made me gravitate towards a talk show environment. It's also exciting that it's happening right after my amazing time joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, unquote. 
Now, Garcelle joins The Real after Tamara Mori announced her departure from the talk show back in July. Now, prior to this, Amanda Seal exited the morning talk show. Uh, the reason she said that uh, her contract was up, but she didn't renew it because she said she felt uh, she didn't feel good to her soul to be at a place where she could not speak speak to her people the way she needs to be the way they need to be spoken to and she also said that um where the people that are speaking to her in disparaging ways are not being handled so she exited the show on the June 2nd uh, she also went on saying, quote, I'm not in a space where as a full black woman I can have my voice and my coworkers also have their voices and where the people at the top are not respecting the necessity for black voices to be at the top too, unquote. Friend to the show, Claudia Jordan. Claudia was a guest on my show several years back. And now she's in the news. She wants to let everyone know that she wants to speak nothing but the truth. The Real Housewife of Atlanta alum recently accused her ex, Medina Islam, of abusing her back when they were still dating, to which the latter had completely denied. However, Claudia later responded back to insist that she was not lying. She first made the confession when she was joining other ladies in the latest episode of Fox Soul, admitting to be inspired by Megan Thee Stallion to share her experience. And this is what she said. She said that she was holding, she said, I've been holding this for five years now, almost five years. He body slammed me into a toilet, broke, broke it in half, and cracked the porcelain, and water went everywhere. However, instead of reporting it to the police, she decided to keep it to herself so that she could protect Medina. And later it turned into something that she regretted doing because Medina never apologized for what he did. And she said there's an arrogance when you protect men like this. And she said, I'm not protecting anyone that hurt me. If you rape one of my friends, if you hit one of my friends, if you hit me, I'm not making any excuses. She said it's not her fault for what she had on. It ain't. It's not her fault for yelling at you. It's not her fault when you make you you square up on a woman, and then, you know, that's it. Um, Medina, uh, he was quick to break his silence, and he shut down the accusation in a lengthy post. The boyfriend of now uh, uh, house, the Real Housewife of Atlanta star Phaedra Parks, he's dating her now. And he revealed that he broke up with Claudia because, her, this is what he said, quote, her mouth at messy ways. She began having a temper tantrum as I left peacefully. She grabbed my phone, ran, and started flopping all over the house. For four years, I remained silent out of respect for you and to save you your last ounce of dignity. But you have proven to be deeply conflicted and desperately seeking a storyline for blogs. Funny thing is, for someone so top-notch, why are you so obsessed with little old me? I have only known you for six months of my life. Medina also includes some receipts to prove his innocence and urged Claudia to move on with her life. Um, you know, I... I always been saying for the longest that uh, when it comes to black women, uh, you know, Malcolm X just said it. You know, he 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 said truth to this um, that black women are the the only women in America that is the most disrespected, and it's true. Um, and we're so loyal. We we're down for our men. We we want the best for them. We try to you know we know what they go through in this racist world of ours, and we try to be loyal. We try to uplift them. We try to be there for them. But still, some of them just got to say some disparaging thing. They got to be degrading. They got to call us every name in the book. But we're always down for you guys. But you we, you don't show the same, I don't know, you just don't show it for us. And when I hear violence like this against women, all women, and but especially black women, it, it hurts me to my core because it don't have to be like this. You know, this this uh, this to- uh, Tory Lane, a Tony Lane, who shot Megan in the foot. She finally confessed he did it because they had an argument. So you just couldn't just walk away. You had to shoot her in the foot. 
allegedly. And then Claudia says, you know, you, you you don't look like what she says, what comes out of her mouth. So you go and uh, and, and according to her statement, allegedly slammed her, slammed her in in the, uh, on the toilet. All you had to do was walk away. There's gotta be some level of it. Uh, don't have to go that way. And, and I just it just every time I hear stories like this, it just upset me more because it doesn't have to go down like that. But uh, let's see what happens, you know. Uh, If you want to check out that interview with Claudia that I had a couple years ago, you can always go back to the archives here, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Very nice young woman. Uh, It was so fun to talk with her. And And back then, I think when she, when I called, when she, I think she wasn't even on Real Housewives of Atlanta yet. I think that's what was the case. But, yeah, go ahead and check it out, the interview that I had with Claudia Jordan. Uh, Right now we have 20 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I give you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. This week we started the show a little later. We usually broadcast from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. here on the East Coast. Uh, Today we started the show a little later at around 3 p.m. But if you can't hear the show in its entirety, you can always uh, listen to the show through the archives. I usually post the show on the Facebook page, also on Twitter. And also, you can also find it on Stitcher.com and on iTunes as well. Uh, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Adam Driver are circling Lady Gaga's next movie. That's right. Reports suggest that director Ridley Scott will start work on MGM's Gucci once he has completed period drama The Last Do with Ben Affleck and Matt Damien as he has started lining up his cast. Now, Deadline sources revealed that Jared Leto, Jack Houston, and Rev Carney are also in talks to join the Gucci cast, which will be led by Gaga as Mauricio Gucci's ex-wife, Patricia Regliani. She was tried and convicted of orchestrating his assassination in 1995 and served 18 years behind bars. Meanwhile, Scott plans to return to the set on the last duel next week, uh, no, actually this week, and filming was shut down in March due to the coronavirus pandemic. The Nutty Professor character portrayed by comedy icons Jerry Lewis and Eddie Murphy is set for a film reboot. Producers at Project X Entertainment had picked up the rights to the film, which was previously developed for the screen in 1963 and then again in the mid-1990s. Both films centered upon an academic nerd who became a handsome but heartless alter ego after drinking a magical elixir. In the 1990 remake, Murphy played the professor and a string of family characters. The hit spawned 2000's The Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps, but Murphy won't be involved in the new film. And the Tony Awards have become the latest big prize giving to go virtual after the in-person ceremony was canceled amid coronavirus concerns. Organizers of the 74th Annual Theater Honors originally planned to hand out awards on June 7th at Radio City Music Hall right here in New York City, but the event was postponed and now it has been agreed that the trophies will be presented during a digital celebration with a time and date to be announced. New York City Broadway Theater District was shut down in March in a bid to combat COVID-19, and venues will not reopen until January 2021, and this is according to the Broadway League Trade Group. And on all-star-studded table reading of the classic movie Fast Time at Ridgemont High, scheduled for Friday, has been canceled due to technical uh, technical issues. Former couple Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were billed to reunite for the virtual event alongside Julia Roberts, Shia LaBeouf, Morgan Freeman, Matthew McConaughey, and Sean Penn, who starred in the 1982 high school film, but it has been postponed. The read-through to benefit Penn's Emergency Relief Nonprofit Corps and the Reform Alliance was originally scheduled to take place on Thursday night, but it was moved to Friday. The event is still set to take place at some point, according to organizers, but a new date and time has not yet been announced. 
and Ben Affleck is suiting up as Batman again for the upcoming The Flash movie. The Argo star was slated to play Bruce Wayne and his crime-fighting alter eager in The Batman, but he stepped down as the film star and director in early 2019 after playing the role alongside The Flash, uh, Ezra Miller, in uh, Justice League. But now it's appeared he will return as the K-Crusader alongside another former Batman, Michael Keaton, in what the Flash director, Andy Muschietti, is calling a substantial role, and this is according to Deadline. Uh, Keaton portrayed Batman in Tim Burton's Batman, and Batman returns in 1989 and 1992, respectively. The big casting news break two days before the virtual 24-hour DC fandom event online, which will include panels for the new Flash movie, as well as Wonder Woman 1984, Aquaman, Shazam, The Batman, Black Adam, and Suicide Squad. Affleck appeared to hint at his role in The Flash when he stepped out wearing a T-shirt bearing the character's famous logo, on Wednesday, August 19th. Uh, right now, we have here uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about a new movie with uh, that's going to be starring. Um, it's a it's a Kevin Hart movie. It's called American Soul, and he's going to have Pete Davidson and O'Shea Jackson Jr. set to play sneaker connoisseurs. I'll tell you more about that. And a TV show based on Joe Exotic is getting a straight-to-series order by NBC Universal Television. And uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's planning to make a TV series based on his childhood when he was growing up in Australia. And uh, Nathan Lane and Natalie Dormer, uh, their acclaimed TV drama, Penny Dreadful, City of Angels, it has been axed after just one season on Showtime. All those stories and more coming up in the break. Don't go anywhere.
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We have uh, 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Tony Braxton in Dance. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about uh, Kevin Hart is uh, putting together a new movie. It's called um, American Soul, S-O-L-E. And Pete Davidson and O'Shea Jackson Jr. are set to play unlikely sneaker connoisseurs in the new movie. Now, the Saturday Night Live funny man and the straight out of Compton actor who is Ice Cube's son will headline the project with center on the competitive aftermarket streetwear industry. Written and directed by How to Make It in America creator Ian Elliman, the movie followed two men who get into a high-end sneaker snail business in an effort to pay off their mounting student loans. Hart and his fellow producer will be working closely with bosses at the streetwear marketplace, Stadium Goods, to make sure the production is as authentic as possible. Hart is developing the film alongside basketball star Chris Paul. A TV show based on Joe Exotic is getting a joint straight-to-series order by NBC Universal Television and Streaming Division. And according to reports, Joe Exotic, which is the working title, earned an unprecedented rollout across three different NBCU entertainment platforms. The three platforms are a Broadway network, NBC, a streamer, Peacock, as well as a basic cable network, USA. The project, which is based on the second season of Wanderee's Over My Dead Body podcast, was originally set up at NBCU's UCP in November of 2019. The entrance of the project spiked following Netflix hit series uh, Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. Joe Exotic is set to follow real-life character Carol Baskin, who will be played by Kate McKinnon, who is a big cat enthusiast. As she learns that fellow exotic animal lover Joe Exotic is breeding and using his big cats for profit, she sets out to shut down his venture, um, inciting like a quickly escalated rivalry. But uh, Carol has a checkered past of her own, and when the claws come out, Joe will stop at nothing to expose what he sees as her hypocrisy. The, the, the results proved to be very dangerous. Uh, they have yet to cast an actor to portray Joe, a tiger breeder, and a big cat zoo owner. In April, he was convicted and sentenced to 22 years in federal prison for trying to hire a hitman to kill Carol and being a responsible of do, a dozen of wildlife violations, including the killing of five tigers. The series reportedly will be penned by Eaton Frankel and Saturday Night Live star Kate. Kate will also serve as executive producer alongside Wilderese Hernan Lopez, Marshall Levy, and Aaron Hart. Aside from this series, there's a separate series based on Joe that's being developed by Imagine Television Studios and CBS Television Studios. Starring Nicolas Cage as Joe, the show uses a Texas Monthly article by Leif Regstad, uh, titled A Dark Journey into the World of a Man Go- Gone Wild as their material basis. And the ever-busy Dwayne The Rock Johnson is planned to make a TV series about his childhood in Australia. Young Rock will shoot in Queensland, and Johnson is heading down under to oversee the project later this year. And this is according to the Sydney Daily Telegraph. And he will also appear on the show. Now, reports suggest that the Jumanji, the next level star, will recreate his upbringing in Honolulu, Hawaii, in Brisbane. The show will debut in the U.S. next year and will focus on Johnson's journey from teenage tearaway to college athlete and champion wrestler. The news comes hours after Dwayne confirmed his XFL football league takeover in the U.S. is a done deal. Nathan Lane and Natalie Dormer acclaimed TV drama Penny Dreadful, City of Angels, has been axed after just one season. Showtime bosses have canceled plans to continue the series and confirm the news in a statement released on uh, April, I'm sorry, on August 24th. The complex murder mystery also featured Daniel Zovato, Carrie Beach, Rory Kinnear, and Adriana Barraza. And 
you know, this is so funny. There's a new poll out where they try they try to find what was some of the top best TV friends ever. And I love Lucy. I love you. Lo, yeah, I love Lucy. Uh, Lucy Ricardo and Ethel Merce topped that new poll. The pair, played by Lucille Ball and Vivian Vance, beat out Laverne and Shirley to top the Gold Derby countdown. Scrubs pals, Dr. J.D. Uh, J. Dorian and Dr. Chris Turk, played by Zach Braff and Donald Faison, uh, they come in third. While the Mary Tyler Moore Show, Mary Richards and Rhonda Mergerstern plays fourth. And former Saturday Night Live regulars, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, completed the top five. Interesting. The X-Files stars, David Duchovny and uh, Gillian Anderson, have reunited for a special charity remix of the spooky show classic theme tune. The actors join forces against virtually to rehash composers Mark Snow's scene with fan-written lyrics as part of a scheme devised by executive producer Frank Spanitz. Now, fans like Jennifer Large and Rebecca McDonald won a songwriting competition to come up with lyrics for the instrumental, and 33 members of the original cast and crew from the X-Files showed up online for a virtual group rendition of the remix dubbed Songs in the Key of X, which could now be viewed on YouTube. All proceeds from the Songs in the Key of X will benefit World Central Kitchen, a charity that battles poverty and hunger and provides hot meals to the needy in Christ-hit communities. Nicki Minaj is pushing for a jury trial to determine the outcome of the copyright infringement lawsuit filed against her by singer Tracy Chapman. The rapper was hit with the court action in October 2018 after New York DJ Funkmaster Flex obtained a copy of the song Sorry, which featured Minaj's ex-hip-hop legend Nas and contained a sample of Chapman's 1988 track, Baby Can I Hold You. The Anaconda hitmaker had originally intended to include the tune on her album Queen, but ended up releasing the project without sorry as she encountered Clarence issues. Now, Minaj had previously insisted she did nothing wrong, arguing the sample falls under the fair use category of copyright law and requested the case be dismissed. However, she has since decided to seek a jury trial to clear her name, and in her latest legal filing, Minaj admits she had initially planned to leak the track to Funkmaster Flex, teasing the exclusive in a direct message via Instagram. Now, Flex also testified that he had obtained Sorry from one of his bloggers, not from the star of her recording engineer, who had been in the studio with the rappers at the time. And when Minaj heard the news, she warned him, saying, quote, you could only play official album material, sir, unquote. Uh, as a result, Minaj attorney Peter Ross argued the evidence in many instances directly contradicts Chapman's story, which holds the 37-year-old accountable for passing along the tune and leave opening many possibilities to who done it. The case is still continuing. And rap veterans Public Enemy will celebrate the 30th anniversary of their album, Fear of a Black Planet, with a special art show. The Terra Dome, which opened at the Black Book Gallery in Denver, Colorado on September 5th and feature, features original one-of-a-kind pieces by the likes of street artists like Shepard Ferry, uh, Veals, Anthony Lister, House and Nas, and Faith 47, as well as Public Enemy frontman Chuck D himself. Now, gallery officials will be following the state's COVID-19 guidelines, including limiting the capacity of the venue so fans can check out the show safely. The Terror Dome will run until October 3rd. The critically acclaimed 1990 album, which covers still timely topics such as institutional racism and white supremacies, spawn the protest anthem Fight the Power, written by uh, written for Spike Lee movie classic Do the Right Thing, as well as the single 911 is a Joe, Welcome to the Terror Dome, and Can't Do Nothing for You, Man. Its cultural significance was formally recognized in 2005 when officials at America's Library of Congress added it to the National Recording Registry. And BTS has delighted fans by confirming that their new album will be released this year. Despite the coronavirus pandemic causing plans to put on hold for 
scores of musicians around the world, the K-pop group are still planning to drop their highly anticipated new record in 2020. Ahead of their uh, as-yet-untitled record hitting shelves, the group has dropped their new single, Dynamite, their first track, which they sing completely in English, and an accompanying video. One thing that the COVID-19 crisis did affect was BTS tour dates, which they had to cancel because of the pandemic. And speaking of BTS, uh, they have uh, decided to tackle their first full English language single with Dynamite because they didn't want to change a thing from the song demo. The seven-piece South Korean boy band has been shattering streaming records ever since dropping the disco-inspired track and its accompanying music video on Friday, August 21st. And the artists admit they were such big fans of the original tune penned by David Stewart and Jessica uh, Agambar that they decided to keep all the lyrics in English. Now, devotees have been rush, rushing to check out Dynamite on YouTube. It became the first promo view over 100 million times in 24 hours upon its launch, while it also boosts the record for the biggest music video premiere on the platform with over 3 million and counting peak concurrent views. Wow. Right now, we have uh, 17 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
That was uh, Jason Derulo featuring Lay, NCT 127, and Let's Shut Up and Dance. Right now we have here about 13 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, singer uh, Kurt Franklin was a big winner at the 2020 Stella Gospel Music Awards after taking home six Prizes. The musician also served as co-host of the virtual Sunday night ceremony and emerged from the two-hour broadcast with six new trophies thanks to the success of Long Live Love, which was named Album and Contemporary Album of the Year. It also earned Franklin accolades for Male Vocalist of the Year, Contemporary Male Vocalist of the Year, and Producer of the Year, while Love Theory was declared Music Video of the Year. Other top honorees include Tasha Cobb Leonard, who scored Best Artist and Contemporary Female Vocalist of the Year for her Heart, Passion, and Pursuit album, and Donald Lawrence, a four-time winner who's Deliver Me, This Is My Exodus, was crowned Song of the Year. The digital celebration was also featured a special tribute to late civil rights icon Congressman John Lewis, who was saluted by CeCe Winan with a cover of Bridge Over Troubled Water and pay homage to first responders in the ongoing fight against the coronavirus. Taylor Swift had scored uh, she had scored another chart milestone by becoming the first woman to claim four successive weeks at the top of the American Billboard 200 with the same release since 2015. Folklore debuted at number one with 846,000 units sold and has now become one of the only few albums to land four successive weeks of $100,000 plus sales. The first non-rap or R&B release to mark the fir- a feat since Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born soundtrack. Adele was the last female to score at least four weeks at number one five years ago with 25. The last album by any act to spend its first four weeks at number one was The Weeknd After Hours in April. Meanwhile, Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon rises to two on the new countdown, switching places with Juice World, Legends Never Die, which it dips to three, while Young Dolph, of Rich Slave and the original Broadway cast recording of Hamilton and American Musical compete the top the next top five. Jay Bolvin and Roddy Rich has dropped out of performing at the MTV Video Music Awards. The two were among the A-list lineup for the, the August 30th event, alongside Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, The Weeknd, BTS, Miley Cyrus, The Baby, Doja Cat, Malumba, CNCO, and the Black Eyed Peas. According to Variety, the withdrawal came about as a result of logistical hurdles due to an increased concern for health and safety amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Baldwin told fans he was recovering from the coronavirus earlier this month, saying, quote, my message to those that follow me, young fans and people in general, is to take care. This isn't a joke. The virus is real and it's dangerous, unquote. The show will be staged at various outdoor locations around New York City that highlight the boroughs in an exciting show. And the prize giving was let to take place at the Brooklyn Barclays Center with Kiki Palmer as host. And R&B star Brandy and Monica will face off against one another on Timberland's and Swiss Beast's next versus battle. The pair who topped the chart for more than three months in 1998 with their smash, The Boy Is Mine, will hit the virtual stage together for the latest installment of the web series on August 31st. Now, Brandy wrote on her account saying, quote, Hashtag history. Thank you, Monica and Versus TV, for making this happen. Let's celebrate. This will be historical. That's what Monica said with her own post about the upcoming event. And she said, it's an honor, Brandy. Monica then encouraged fans to start chiming in with their requests. What song would you like to see them bring it bring to Versus TV? Celebrating these catalogs is for the culture with love from young women to adult women. We've been with you all you, with y'all. Name the songs you love. That's what Monica posted on her social media. So whatever song you want her to sing, make sure you mention it. 
following in the footsteps of acts including Jill Scott, Erica Badu, John Legend, DMX, Snoop Dogg, Kirk Franklin, and Alicia Keys, the pair will take it take their turns to perform verses from their biggest hits to fans on Instagram Live. While verses were started in March of this year to keep fans entertained amid the COVID-19 lockdown, viewers will be expecting the friendly competition to heat up between the pair amid long-standing rumors of a tense rivalry and arguments between the artists over the years. Brandy and Monica will go head-to-head at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Instagram and Apple Music. Well, that will do it for me for this week. I I hope you guys enjoy the show. I can't believe this is a, almost the last week in August. Summer is almost coming to a close. But, uh, it, you know, as usual, time flies when you're having fun. Um, I want to say thank you guys for listening as always. Make sure you tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Giz. Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at That's Entertainment 1. Make sure you like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash That's Entertainment.radio. Follow me on Instagram at tjonesgibbs. And also... Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also catch the show on iTunes, on Stitcher.com, and you can also go back to the archives here on BTR. Take care of yourself. Make sure you're wearing your mask. Make sure you get registered to vote because this election is important. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care.